The fall 2022 anime season was, without a doubt, the greatest anime season in recent memory. With a stacked lineup of new and returning shows, along with what could be described as the most anticipated anime of all time in Chainsaw Man, winter 2023 has one hell of an act to follow. However, one thing the coldest season of the anime calendar has brought us is the season of theatrical film releases. Hello everybody, welcome or welcome back to BNB Anime. My name is Brad and I'm here this week to talk to you about Sword Art Online Progressive, Cherzo of Deep Night, the successor of the highly anticipated reboot of the original Sword Art Online franchise going through the original Aincrad arc in a more floor-by-floor -floor basis. Aria of the Starless Night was a splendid retelling of the first floor of the Aincrad arc from Asuna's perspective, and Cherzo of Deep Night is the continuation picking up on the storming of the boss room of Floor 4. The light novels were written by Reki Kawahara and illustrated by Abek. The original staff and cast from the first film have reprised their roles, including production by A1 Pictures and directed by Ayako Kono with character designs by Kento Toya and music by Yuki Kajiora. It has its original theatrical release domestically in Japan in October of 2022 and grossed 869 million yen, or approximately 8.69 million US dollars. Now, with all of that out of the way, spoiler chicken hats, y'all can put them on, and let's get into it. The film opens with the members of the Frontline Assault team joining together to fight the fourth floor boss two months into the launch of SAO. With our usual crew of Kirito, Asuna, Agil, and Klein's Guild, you have the beginnings of the ALS, or Aincrad Liberation Squad, led by Kibao, and the DKB, or Dragon's Knights Brigade. With the floor boss defeated, our cast of heroes carry on to floor five to celebrate, with Asuna being salty that Kirito received the final hit bonus on the boss yet again. Asuna and Kirito are joined in their celebration with an individual new to the SAO franchise named Argo, who is an information broker. Argo, also a former beta tester like Kirito, is using her prior knowledge along with current knowledge from the game being brought about by fellow informants and sells the info to other players for a price. After a conversation about the happenings of the boss raid, Argo bids the young couple farewell and leaves with Kirito and Asuna to eat their special dessert. The special dessert that gives them a stat boost and allows them to see relics on the ground that are collectibles. Kirito and Asuna then decide to go dungeon diving to look for more relics where they find out that Asuna is most definitely afraid of ghosts and or wraiths. After being scared by one, she steps on a trap and is dropped into a lower level of the dungeon. While down there, she drops her rapier, which is stolen by a rat, and then Asuna has to farm rat. Which, for those that are new to video game terminology, that means repeatedly killing the same mob over and over again to try to get her rapier back. During this process, she stumbles upon a meeting between two hooded individuals trying or discussing trying to create a bloodbath between the ALS and DBK during the New Year's party. However, during that discussion, the rat carrying Asuna's rapier appears in front of the individuals, is killed, and they get Asuna's rapier. While inspecting the weapon, they are confronted by Kirito. Asuna provides a glorious distraction of yelling really loudly, and they manage to get her rapier back. 
However, after getting the rapier back, they have to dive out of the way while the hooded individuals are run off by a horde of mobs summoned by Asuna's incredibly loud yelling. Asuna and Kirito then leave and confer with Argo to pass along the information about the plan to turn the two guilds against one another. Then they therefore have to devise a plan to thwart this confrontation. Asuna and Kirito meet with Kabao, his subordinate and a member of the DBK to discuss Kibao's plan of double-crossing DBK going to the boss room during the New Year's party, fighting it, and getting the rare drop item. During the discussion, Kibao openly admits to this being the plan. However, after much consideration and back and forth, he gives the group the exact time that his guild will be raiding the boss, so if it gets, you know, taken beforehand, what can you really do about it? Kibao then leaves and the plan is in motion. Kirito and Asuna go to gather troops for the long raid ahead. And Asuna goes off to try to recruit Mito to be part of the raiding. Mito, however, does not want to join the raid. She and Asuna have a moment. They have a duel. Mito defeats Asuna in the duel and Asuna leaves. Kirito then meets Mito. They have a conversation about Asuna and Asuna's past and how much Asuna values Mito as an individual. And then Kirito leaves. Raid party time commences and Kirito and Argo go into the raid, trigger the boss fight, and the battle begins. The battle goes pretty much bog standard, slowly whittling down the boss, trying to figure out its attack patterns until Asuna gets trapped. Asuna gets caught in the boss's teeth and is slowly being crushed to death during that time they are struggling to find the boss's weak point as it is constantly moving however mito shows up just in time to prevent asana's health from reaching zero and they manage to discover the boss's weak point and where it is moving all over the place the boss fight continues until they finally manage to defeat it after whittling down the final health they claim the final hit item which is a flag that boosts an entire guild that's taking part in a raid's stats and everyone except for kirito and asana move on as kirito and asana have to confront kibao's guild over what had happened kirito tells kibao and his group that he has a drop item and he is only willing to hand it over to whichever guild doesn't get the item again if it ever drops again or if the ALS and DBK decide to join their forces together and create one single guild then he will just give them the item then it's party time and party time is going well they have fireworks and everybody's having a good old time until Kirito and Asuna are confronted by a later member of Laughing Coffin this individual, if you are familiar with SAO lore and specifically have watched the Alicization War of the Underworld arc, it's POH, or the final asshole that Kirito turns into a tree. He tries to lure Kirito and Asuna out of the safe zone so he can attack them and kill them and acquire the guild item. However, he is thwarted. Kirito and Asuna try to fight back. However, he flees. To which Kirito and Asuna just go back to enjoying the fireworks. And that is where the film ends, celebrating 2023. Surprisingly enough, this time there were no end credit scenes setting up nor confirming the next film. However, with that, I'm sure we will eventually get confirmation of the next film or could even potentially see it get adapted into a weekly episodic format. 
it's entirely possible either way, and I look forward to whatever ends up coming about it. Music and sound design were good, as to be expected, of the SAO franchise, or specifically A1 Pictures. The animation quality is as good as A1 Pictures has been doing recently, and definitely looking forward to whatever new content is coming forward. With all of that, however, I think I'm currently sitting at an 8. The film was overall incredibly enjoyable, However, it just kind of lacked a little bit of the magic of the first film. With that being said, however, the introduction of Argo and sowing seeds planted for any future forthcomings, whether it be with Argo, with Laughing Coffin, or even I would like to see the introduction of Heathcliff and how he kind of starts up the Knights of the Blood Oath and all of that going forward, which I think we will certainly eventually get. However, they decide to push this forward. And with all that being said, that's everything that I have. So thank you all so much for listening. Blue and I greatly appreciate it. Next week, Blue and I will be back to be covering the second core of Spy Family. And you can find Blue on Instagram and Twitter at BlueLavenderSTM. You can also check out her Etsy shop if you want to get some fabulously hand-painted bookmarks by the lovely Blue herself. You can find that under Blue Lavender Crafts on Etsy. You can find me on Instagram at bradgarinvo, and you can find me streaming pretty regularly on Twitch at Brad Carter Gaming. You can also find us together on literally any and every platform under BNB Anime. You can find our entire episode archive wherever you get your podcast or on YouTube at BNB Anime. You can also find us and information about us on our website, www.bnbanime.com. And with that, all of our plugs out of the way. Again, thank you all so much for listening, and we will catch y'all next time. Bye-bye.